Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park What is going on? You are listening and watching Tags Live, a.k.a. Talk About Gay Sex, the live edition. I'm your host, Stevie, the OG Sex Positive podcast. That's right. Celebrating five years still. Episode 415 alongside Cody Marie Stoggett. How the hell you doing, Cody? Hello, darling. I'm doing wonderful on this beautiful evening. I forget what day it was. I forgot for two seconds. I was like, what is it? Wednesday? Is it Thursday? I don't know. <laughs> I know. Crazy, right? Yep. It's yeah. Wednesday. It's hump day. We are live on the vocal platform in front of a live virtual audience. Say hello in the chat section over there. Ask questions. Weigh in on hot topics. We want to hear from you all night long. And we've got a jam-packed show for you. So thank yeah. you very much. We're also broadcasting on YouTube as well. If you want to follow us on YouTube, go to youtube.com forward slash tags podcast. And the show gets repackaged over there every day, every uh, the next day. So you can also catch our audio podcast and our uh, live virtual audio uh, or tags live as well. So, yeah. yeah, lots to talk about. Again, we are live. Uh, last night, election night. Oh, my goodness. So different than Exciting. what we all expected. <laughs> I watched it like I was watching the Super Bowl. It was such a sporting. Right? It was a sporting event for me in many ways. It was kind of like my Super Bowl Sunday because I was hunkered I down on the couch and I thought, am I going to be interested in this the whole night long? No, uh, all night long. It was, they would, CNN, the broadcast I watch would uh-huh. uh, bring out a new winner, whether it was a governor or a U.S. senator. And, you know, they said it was going to be a red wave. And honestly, it was a trickle. <laughs> Of a puddle at best. <laughs> there was no wave. It was a no poof. wave at all. A poof of yeah. <laughs> that's the thing yeah, about it was so exciting. What are you yeah, saying? that's the thing about polls and the pundits. When all those pundits on those news networks talk up all of this stuff and get us all into the polls, 
And mm-hmm. I think they just need to ram it up their asses instead. <laughs> Take that pole and ram it up here. your ass. That's what I do with a good pole. <laughs> instead, you have us thinking all this and that and getting us ready for the big, big kahuna. And it just never happens. And I know, it's right? like a big letdown. Have you ever been I waiting? Mean, you know? I wasn't let down. I was happy. I was happy that the the wave came out to be a, just a little sprinkle. Yeah. <laughs> Right. So I'm I'm excited. I'm so glad that the the youth stepped out and and really showed up for us and where they were able to turn the tides. Pop Pop's happy you guys. Thank you so much for I'm so proud of you. So, yeah. Yeah, and you know, so I wanted to read you a couple of the winners. So, a lot of our LGBTQ community won in various yeah. groups. I'll just read you a few of them. Mara Healy Mara Healy from Massachusetts is the first female governor, believe that, and first open lesbian. Uh, Also, lesbian governor of Oregon, Tina Kotek also took the first lesbian governor in the U.S. as well. So awesome to them. Yeah, J- Jared Paulus of Colorado was reelected governor. He's um, he was originally first openly gay, but he just got reelected. So congratulations to Jared. Robert Garcia of California is the first out gay immigrant elected to the House of Representatives. Congratulations, oh, Eric wonderful. Eric Sorensen. Is the, fir- is the first out congressman from Illinois who was elected to the House of Reps. Um, also, Sharice Davids is the first gay Native American in Congress. She actually, I believe, was re-elected. Uh, okay. But originally, she was the first gay Native American in Congress. Eric Russell, a black gay man, was elected to Connecticut treasurer. First black member of LGBT community to win a statewide office in the U.S. And lesbian Dana Nassell was reelected as the Michigan Attorney General. So, you know, this stuff, congratulations to all those winners. And yeah, it really does make a difference, I think, because so much of our LGBT community and the laws that surround us are all affected in Congress and mm-hmm. in government and things like our sexuality can truly be affected by it. And so it's so important. So to see so many governor, lesbian governors and yeah. elected gay officials and people of color, it's just representing who we are and they're only going to look out for us and hopefully persuade a change when it's needed and support things like things that we already have that hopefully won't get taken away like marriage yep. and things of yep. that nature. So whew, yeah, that's refreshing. I'm I'm breathing a sigh of relief. Definitely. I just think that it's so wonderful that we're showing up and showing out and we're all represented. We have so much representation and yeah, this is where every, all the laws and stuff get like really established here at the grassroots. So the midterms are very, very important. So yeah. Absolutely. Congrats to all the winners. Yeah. Good. We'll still wait and see who's gonna get the House of Reps. It's looking like the 
Republicans, but hopefully we can hold on to not the by Senate. Much, not by yeah. much. And the influence will be less greater. And hopefully we will take over the Senate and have some influence there. So that which would be really great. So, okay. Enough about that. You know, the other day we have some follow-up stories on this week's episode 414 that dropped yesterday, Tuesday. Mm -hmm. And we wanted to read you some of the comments that happened. So if you remember, we were talking about a guy, if you haven't listened to the episode, it's episode 414. We were talking about social media influencer, Mark Bryan. And if you remember, Mark Bryan, he wears, he's a straight American living in Germany. He works as an engineer over there, but one of his things, he's become an influencer. He's probably in his early 60s and mm -hmm. he wears these skirts that he looks fierce in tailored skirts. And then, like, usually his words, a more masculine look on top. So, whether it's a button down, a v neck sweater, everything's super tailored to his body, and then a pair of boots, thigh highs, whatever the case may be to accentuate mm -hmm. the look. He dons Balenciaga put him in their last spring fashion uh, summer 2023 runway. And so he came under fire just to give you a quick rundown because he said things on a German TV show recently that were homophobic. Yeah. Truly trying to separate himself from the LGBTQ community, which did not go over well. Mm -hmm. Well, you know how that goes. So he is back and has some comments to kind of retract. And let's just see what he said. Oh, he, wow. Um, <laughs> I don't think, well, some of those comments that he really said was, I don't really think I'm fighting with you. I'm not fighting against you either. Um I also, he also said things that, uh, what was the thing comment that really wasn't that great when he was talking about masculine wearing, donning a, a skirt by an LGBTQ person usually means you, that they're wearing it in a feminine way. Mm -hmm. And that that's one thing. And that's why people get a lot of hatred. They bring towards, it on themselves. Whatever they get, they bring it upon themselves. That's what really got me in an uproar. Basically, yeah, and on top of that, then he doubled down and said that the LGBTQ community, by way of wearing this type of fashion for so many years, makes it harder for him, boohoo, because he's trying to do his thing, but the tone in his mind has already been set by the LGBT community about dressing a certain way, and so ridiculousness yeah. comments like. They've made it difficult. Yeah, so I said that. Now the model has taken to his Instagram story to try and clarify his statements. And mostly he apologized for his phrasing rather than his sentiments. Quote, I understand what I said is misleading and maybe not have been the best choice of words. And for that, I'm really sorry that it came out wrong. That was not my intention. Addressing the, his comments that he wanted to be seen separately from the queer community, Brian stated that he'd simply meant he had a different experience than the community. That was what I wanted to express, but did poorly by the words that were chosen. As much as he laments his word choice, it seems he does stand by some of the views he expressed mm -hmm. in the show. Among them are his disbelief that the queer community does, in fact, make things harder for him. 
quote, some in the LGBTQ plus community choose to use fashion as a way to express their sexuality, he states. When I said they made it harder for me, I was simply referring to the fact that sometimes I feel it's harder to make my point with my message that fashion should not define your sexuality. Well, I say lame and do a better job of expressing your point. There's always going to be people before you. You are not the first person to wear a skirt and and think that that's original. And so (laughs) it's your job as a creator, no matter who you are, whether it's a podcaster like our show or a traditional Mm -hmm. artist, to separate yourself. That is your job to stand out. And if you can't do that on your own and you're going to lie and blame other cultures for making it quote unquote harder for you, then you have bigger issues on your hands in my mind. Don't you think Cody? I I totally agree with you. I think that honestly, I kind of feel like he said what he said and he meant what he said. And now he's kind of just backing it, backing up and, and really just trying to dick himself out of the hole, but still kind of sticking to his guns, which I don't think is never uh, doing a good job yeah you need to i hope he learns and he grows from this situation and he really takes stock of what it is dressing like this means to him and to society and to queer people all over all over the planet so yeah i really hope he just learns from this situation because it sounds like he is stuck in his ways old man (laughs) <laughs> yeah, thank you. Right. Mincing and parsing out, oh, that's not exactly what I meant, but I still meant kind of this. And uh, uh, see how it even doesn't even sound very clear yeah. in the way I'm stating it. It's, it comes across like a crock of shit. And you should have just either let it go and let time pass. And hopefully nobody will remember this and it'll move on. Or... Yeah. <laughs> actually give a proper just a simple i'm i'm sorry i'm offended that was never my intention and leave it very simple and cut and dry but you can't you're right it was a lame apology and it really doesn't sound like he's that sorry and i think he's a whole community a community that probably consumes many of his 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 work or the mm-hmm. content is just ridiculous so yeah and yeah. we would have stood in solidarity with him so he's really has just lost the whole contingent of people that su- would have supported him so absolutely his loss yeah. his loss old white man <laughs> <laughs> i didn't want to say that and i didn't mean to clap into the microphone <laughs> good luck taking that out <laughs> i'm keeping it <laughs> keeping it <laughs> this is why we don't always like the streets okay moving on <laughs> they try and come they try and adopt some of our material and it doesn't work out just and then healing just yeah Stop it. (laughs) The other story that we wanted to follow up on that we were talking about is Chicago's Leather Bar Touche, where they were celebrating their 45th anniversary recently, and they had a puppeteer on the stage that did not go over well, that seemed to be from the original days of 
45 years ago that wouldn't have worked well back then, to be honest. But uh, the Jerry Halliday is the puppeteer who had really got under flame with his puppet. What was it? Miss Thang or... <laughs> Sugar Mama or something like that? No, I don't remember. It was something horrible. I was like, "No, where am I?" Yeah, I know. Let me look it up. Oh, sorry, Sister Girl, Sister Girl. Oh, even worse. (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah, flames, just flames on the side of my face. (laughs) Again, you can listen to what we were talking about on episode four hundred and fourteen, or go to tagspodcast.com and show notes and see the entire video of what actually went down, or at least the offensive parts of it. But essentially, he, a white man, had a puppet puppeteer, or a puppet, named Sister Girl, and was talking in black tone, also talking about her genitalia, showing her genitalia, just to name a few things. I didn't hear that part last time. She, the Brillo pad? Oh, yes. Okay, yes, I did. Yeah. I, oh, my yeah. gosh. And okay. yeah, the Afro Brillo pad, I think, is what he described it as he showed it to the audience of one offense after another offense, and it was just so cringeworthy. Well, Touche leaders have apologized for the performance. The bar will host a t- town hall. They actually hosted it uh, on tonight um, oh. when we record this. They are doing it, uh, I think, a couple hours ago. They did it at a place that I've been to, the Leather Archives and Museum, which is a awesome museum in chicago when you happen to go there check it out leather archives and museum is an homage museum to all the leather community over the years and many of the uh, international male leather festivals Mm -hmm. uh, that have occurred throughout the years too and it's really it's several floors and there's a lot to take in and it's super cool so i recommend that checking that out Quote, Touche said, hopefully people will look at the 45-year history of the establishment over a 45-minute tasteless performance. Bar owner Chuck Rodaker previously said, if there's something we can do to support someone more in the future, we'd be more than happy to, to because we are one of the oldest gay bars in the city and always have a very diverse crowd that's welcoming of women, people of color, and people with disabilities. Holidays Act wasn't settled, vetted because he had been hired to perform at previous Touche events where he went over well with the crowd, Rockador said. We thought it would be fun to bring an entertainer from the past to include him with the holiday party, but apparently his material has not changed with the ages. Clearly. It has not. Rodiker said I wasn't there but from my understanding people took offense to one of his black characters and they were just not amused yeah I'll say so I'm glad they addressed it too because it shouldn't really reflect on Touche and it's sad that it dampered them and put them in the national spotlight like this or even international actually and not good Hopefully that will wash over and yeah. Well, I was really 
so upset when I heard this story. And, and I actually had like take a step back because I couldn't really even get my thoughts together when we were recording the show. I was like, and I had to take a step back and think about what really upset me and why I was feeling this way. And I even told you offline that I was thinking about it all day yesterday. And it's really just because I think it's because uh, it really feels like he was laughing at black people and not with us. And he wouldn't know, he wouldn't even know us to laugh at us. But I think it's also about how acts like this have been so dehumanizing to black people. And it makes us feel like we're less than and we're undeserving of compassion in society. And, and that's how we continue to be systemically supported. Uh, suppressed. I'm glad that he is taking the puppet out of his act. But again, I hope he really learns from this and see how much harm that acts like this really do. It's it's too much. Yeah, I mean, it's ignorance is really what it is for him to have put this created this puppet. And I honestly think he he created this puppet probably in the 70s when a lot of that joking aside went under mm -hmm. the radar it happened to our, our lgbtq community non-stop there were so many shows back in the day you can't we're watch the a, butt of the joke yeah three's company and they're doing things like the the limp wrist and it's just like oh my god but it's like I also know, right okay, uh, yeah. i'm trying to control my face <laughs> <laughs> or the Tinkerbell and all this stupid stuff. And I just I think Botox. <laughs> <laughs> it's so lame. And I just think he, his ignorance to go along with it then is one thing, but it's all of these years have gone by is really sad yeah. and ignorant to think that he would think that this is okay. I think he honestly didn't know. And that's really what I don't think he was getting thinking he's being sinister about the whole thing. I think he's really ignorant. Yeah. And that's we have bigger. Like I said the other day, we have bigger problems if that's where we're at, because he said, well, I've been doing this in my act for years. It's like. Well, first of all, comedian number <laughs> rule number one. <laughs> that's your biggest problem. Yeah, I mean, you can't be you can't be doing Don Rickles jokes. I mean, an old comedian back in the day that f worked back then, and Bob Hope jokes, and then expect you know. I mean, it just doesn't translate. It, it just, just doesn't. It's not okay. You gotta. Uh, it wasn't oh okay God. back then, but. I don't know. It was more socially acceptable, so it didn't go checked. But now it, people are starting to check him. Somebody in the audience was even trying to tell him about himself and be like, this wasn't okay. And he tried to rouse the, the whole crowd to get him to, to be quiet. I was like, what? Now that's some balls. That is very audacious of this person. To yeah. Try <clears throat> you guys, if you really want to know what went on there's somebody really did good did a good job see that's the thing you can't get away with that stuff now because we have phones and i <laughs> and i know we were talking about this i edited a lot out by okay. the way 
Well, thank you for making when, me look good. I you, couldn't talk. Because when the three of you, Lincoln, and I get together, it's a long show. <laughs> a lot of it's on the cutting room floor. But the thing is, we were talking about cancel culture, and I was joking, but I am a little bit for cancel culture or an, an accountability. I know you guys were not, I'm, but I'm no. for it because I just think, no, uh-uh. And I'm here for the phone, too, because it keeps people accountable mm -hmm. really more for accountability culture yes, and one of the I'm things that the phone does is keep people real and that's Facts. what that person is. so i guess my point is go to tagspodcast.com and look up episode 414 if you want to see what we're talking about and you can watch the video that cody was referencing on there and it, it'll show you what went on and that's why happened. how this escalated to become a national story and how here we are. Um, we are live yes. on a Wednesday night. And our last story. So you can comment when you're watching us. And Le Wilden is talking about the last story we were talking about. About skirt white man. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> he says, I applaud him for challenging patriarchal masculinity. However, I think he has a long way to go when it comes to his education and gender inequity. Bell Hooks, who I love, we talks love. about how queer identities come commingle with feminism. Excellent author to bring up in something like this. Absolutely. And boy, you didn't invent the skirt, so come on now. Jeez. Or get the heel. I get it. Get it. Get out of here. Get yeah. Take that down the block. Anyway. Right. <laughs> Moving on. We are live, and you know you can always support Tag's podcast uh, by going to Patreon and supporting what we do here. We're in our fifth year, and we always can use the support to keep going. You can go to patreon.com forward slash Tag's podcast and grab a tier. Well, I'll be updating them in the new year. You can grab ones now or some of the updated ones down the road, and they will grandfather in so don't worry if you grab one and you think it's going to change all good you will get a perk uh, and you'll be supporting tags podcast so patreon.com forward slash tags podcast okay well you've all heard about people magazine's sexiest man alive I know you have. It's been around. <laughs> Maybe we can get you nominated next year. Oh my year. God, I would die. I'm, okay, go ahead. <laughs> well, they chose Chris Evans as the yeah. sexiest man alive in this year's People. And Cody, I don't know Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> Chris O'Donnell. Uh, it's just, to me, they're all Chris like... Chris O'Donnell? <laughs> yeah, yeah, what? He's been famous since 1996. <laughs> what? You remember That's how much they all... Oh, he was Rob? Okay, yeah. yeah. You know, they all blend into me together, and yeah. it's not really that interesting to me. Um, if you were all Chris Evans, what has he been in that you would know him, Cody? He's Captain America. Okay. He's America's ass. Yes. I need, I, he's a wonderful choice. He's America's ass. So. All right. 
He's 41, <laughs> and you're happy with this pick? I'm very happy. He's he's also, on top of being sexy, he is intelligent. He's well thought out. He he has such progressive views from, from what I have seen personally. Okay. So I think he's a wonderful choice. He's not, he's not in anything that I watch in film-wise. You didn't see so. Knives Out? No. We gotta watch it. It's good. Is it? A, what he's is in it? He's in a gray man. I know his whole uh, filmography. If he's in, if he, well, Cody, if you're about to tell me he does like all those superhero films, then I'm not gonna. We're. It's no, never gonna not, be on the. Knives Out is a, a murder mystery. Type oh, deal. okay. I'll yeah, check it's it out. Cute. Well, I thought it would be fun since I this wouldn't be the pick that I would choose if okay. we came up Woo-hoo. with. So I asked you to come up with a short list of people that you would like to see in this People magazine, Sexiest Man Alive, and I came up with a list too. So why don't I start first? Go. Yes. And so to me, you know, Sexiest Man Alive also has to, you have to be in the news in the like the last year in the ethos, ethosphere, ethosphere? Ethos, yeah, yeah um, makes sense to me. Yeah, you can't just be <laughs> someone. Yeah, you can't be someone just that sexy. You either have to be done something. Maybe you were in a if, if it was a Maluma year. Mm-hmm. I didn't put Maluma in, but if Maluma was on world tour this past year, and then also, or maybe he was. And then he was also in in concert at, or with on a J Lo movie. He you have to have a lot going on that particular yes. year, I think. So yes. I chose in our LGBTQ world John Sibley. Oh, he's a good choice because he has been in two major shows, Queer as Folk. Sadly, it got canceled. Um, but he, it was a big deal this summer. A lot of people watched it and hacks he was in and season two, which he's Mm -hmm. excellent in that. And also he's very prolific in Twitter. He gives you a lot on Twitter and I follow him on Twitter. So I love every morning. There's some new tweet that he's posted. It's funny. It's, He's doing something exciting. He's in the gay news a lot. And I think he, what do you think of that? Him. I love that. I love Johnny Sibley. He's so yeah. great. My other choice, just since I'm, we're still on me, would be Murray Bartlett. Who oh, was oh in, I love him. That's a great choice. We've got a good list going on. Is a man of a certain age, but is super sexy to me. He's got that mischievous side to him. You guys might remember him from Looking on HBO. But of course, he was on White Lotus. He won yep. an Emmy for that. If you happen to like, if you have Apple TV, watch Physical, where he's a 70s aerobics instructor, which is hilarious. And he's brilliant in it and i just think he would be great in bed and he's doing it all (laughs) he's an emmy winner he would definitely get it he can have an american accent or his native british accent and my last pick would be little nas x because i think he's everywhere in your face on tour uh, we were going to talk about him recently. He came to my sister, where I'm from, Oakland, California, and he went to San Francisco and went to 
the local bar there and showed up and was a heavy tipper to the ladies, which was really cool. Yeah. And it was his after party for the concert. So I was really excited to hear that. So yeah, he would be little Nas X who's super sexy and hot too as the sexy those are good choices i think those are amazing choices i i have to agree with all your choices um my list is a little bit different (laughs) i actually made two different lists but now i'm gonna merge them okay okay (laughs) so the first one is like because like you said it is they have to be in the Esosphere right now, and I just spit all over my computer when I (laughs) (laughs) so good luck. You still look good. You have a nice guys over you now. That's yeah. (laughs) Now I look even better. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, so I picked my first one is Joel Kim Booster. Who okay, did, yeah, uh huh. Fire Island, who did Fire Island, and he's in that show Loot with my Rudolph as well. Yeah, I watched, and I that's a good pick. Him. And it is, and Cody, good pick on him because he wrote the film as well. I don't, did he yeah. direct Fire Island? I don't Not think he directed, sure. but he doesn't matter. He wrote, and he's oh, he was on Celebrity Jeopardy the other day. Was he? I yep. gotta go watch it now. I, it's, well, did he get a lot of answers right? Because I, I need to. Know. I, I didn't watch it, but I saw <laughs> the previews to it, and I thought, "Well, there he is." So he's doing great. Yeah, he's and a great. He's so pick. cute. Yeah, he's so cute. Too. He really so, is. Yeah, and then uh, again, I'm merging two lists. Two lists. Uh, one was a gay list, and the other one is kind of like people that are in the esosphere because that's okay. our word now. We're, yeah. we're making it a thing. Okay, <laughs> right. Michael B. Jordan, who oh. I adore. Yes, because you said sexiest man alive, and he is the first. Thing well, but that the came thing is, he brain. was already People Magazine. Was he? Yeah, a couple. Like, well, what about Jason Momoa? Has he been the sexiest man alive before? He may have been. Um, but that's a good pick. Yeah. Because yeah. those two are on my in the ethosphere yeah. list. And then uh another one from the the gay list is Matt Bomer because I just think he's so beautiful. Coming and out he, with new material, I think he's slated oh, yeah? to come out with a bunch of stuff. So he could be next year. Okay. See, yeah. I'm looking ahead. I am looking ahead to, to the future, darling. <laughs> we'll tell the PR department tomorrow and get it, get them on this. Put them on the yeah. short list. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> oh, I love Matt Bomber. Me I too. actually got to interview him on camera once, like for five minutes. Mm-hmm. It was I was literally on a red carpet. It was a play reading. I forget what it was. I got to interview John Lithgow, oh, and then and they were kind of coming and but i was by myself and i was trying to set up this huge tripod and my camera by my normally i have somebody to help me out yeah did not have it and i'm doing that and the camera i was like i'm so sorry i just got to get this and my, matt could not have been nicer waiting for me to set Aww. this thing up and in my tizzy and i was like i'm so sorry. he was like no no take your time i'm good and he his eyes in person are so piercing blue and i was kind of like interviewing and going uh-huh and thinking of my next question because it was like a serious interview and almost dreamy over him he was dreamy 
He's and a good looking man. Could not have been nicer. And oh, so, yeah. yeah. So and that's only, pick. those are my picks because I can't pick Joe. So that's. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Well, good picks. I love Thank it. You. Likewise. Absolutely. Okay. Anybody saying anything in the comment section before we move on or can we move on? Uh, Daddy says Michael B. Jordan, Billy Eichner, or Billy Porter. And they were all on the list for me. So I thought of Billy Eichner. I thought of Billy Eichner. Yeah. That, that's all it is. I thought about him. That's it. End of story. <laughs> but he didn't make, he didn't make my list. But <laughs> well, I thought about him in terms of... yeah, He's, he's in the ethosphere. Yeah, but then I thought, is he the sexiest? To some, according to Daddy, yes. Absolutely. Yeah. So okay. Yeah. Go Daddy. Get it, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know, too. If you're listening to it, you can always reach out to us on our Instagram page. DM us. Let us know who would you like to see other than Chris Evans as Sexiest Man Alive. If you could, you right. <laughs> who would you like to see at Tags Podcast? DM us and we'll keep the conversation going. And maybe we'll have an influence over at People Magazine of this long, I can remember the 80s, this Sexiest Man Alive thing was going on. My goodness. So it's time I love to... It. I, I do. I think it's really cute. It seems cute. a little dated today. Anything, and it doesn't gonna... seem to work for me. I, to be honest, but anytime you can objectify a man, I'm okay with it. Okay, that's a good point. Yeah, it's just like one man. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, it needs to be multiple. Like they yeah. need to come up with a list. Like we had a list. I think they might. I can't remember if they have more of them inside the actual magazine, like mm-hmm. runner-ups. I can't remember if they do or not. Anybody that knows that, let us know. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park All right, well, we have to move on because in uh, stories that we're calling incarceration. <laughs> it's a great night, name for a segment. Yeah. <laughs> incarceration is what we're calling this next segment. Yeah, we are. Okay. So there's a trans influencer who goes by the name of Nikita Dragon who was held and released from a men's jail in Miami, her reps say. Dragon was charged with a felony assault of a police officer on Monday. And essentially the story goes, she was just, she was hanging out around a hotel pool and not, I was talking with Cody in our meeting and it, 
you know, when I go to Florida, I go to Fort Lauderdale and I stay at a place called Pineapple Point, which is clothing optional and only men. Mm-hmm. And I'm frolicking around naked and plan to this coming February by the pool because it's allowed and it's also enclosed. Well, Nikita Dragon was doing that at, I think, a non-clothing optional hotel mm-hmm. and was getting out of hand. Yeah, She's an influencer and... When the police came, she struck a, actually struck a police officer. Mm-hmm. She's 26 and she was arrested Monday at a hotel and charged with a felony assault of a police officer. She is transgender and is well known online for content about her transition, beauty, and style. And she has 27 million followers across YouTube, wow. Instagram, and TikTok. While the Turner. Guilford Knight Correctional Center in Miami. Dragon's representative said she was placed in a men's unit. Wow. The situation with Nikita, who is legally female, being placed in a men's unit of a Florida jail is extremely disturbing and dangerous, says Jack Kistoyan of Full Scope Public Relations. The decision made by the Miami-Dade County Corrections Department directly violates their protocol, which mandates that transgender inmates are classified and housed based on safety needs and gender identity. Nikita has now been released and is now safe. And they think, uh, yeah, that's crazy, Cody. Oh, insane. I mean, have they not watched Orange is the New Black and <laughs> Laverne Cox's character? Come on now. Yeah, La- like this She is- was in the women's facility and in she, Orange is the New Black. Exactly. This is crazy to me. I know Nikita Dragon is a controversial person because she's been accused of blackfishing. She's in support of Jeffree Star, all these different things. <clears throat> Sorry, but at the end of the day, it comes down to basic human decency. And the fact that she was being held in a men's facility is just outlandish and irresponsible, basically. They would yeah. never they would never put a cisgendered woman in the facility with men. So why are they doing this to Nikita? That all they're doing is inviting violation and trauma that I don't even want it. So it's so heinous. I don't even want to think about what she could be subjected to. So, well, do you think it's because it's Florida and once we start, well, no, I'm serious. I'm being being serious at this. I know you are. Where, where did we start the show off with election night and how, why are a sex podcast talking about the election results? Because we stated that it does affect our, humanity and under our humanity is our sexuality this is a sex pod sexuality podcast and it's all interrelated and so at the end of the day this does affect things and things like you're right we do not know exactly what happened and we're not even mm-hmm. saying she didn't do something wrong. And I'm she it sounds like she probably did. Sounds like she did. But we're not really talking about that. We're talking exactly. about the fact that her rights as a convict, even a prisoner, were not met and could have really put her in a serious detrimental situation that could have, you know, 
I mean, I don't know. I've never been in prison and I never want to know. <laughs> Knock on wood. Like you said, that's the last thing on my list. I cannot. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's literally, uh, it's not, it's under the list. I can't even think about it because I yeah. don't want to to even put my brain in that space because I don't, I, oh, my gosh. Right. Yeah, and like you said, no crime that she ever could have done could have justified what is basically could have been torturous for her. So I, I'm glad that she's out and I hope that I kind of hope that she even sues because it's yeah, crazy. This is crazy. I, I definitely do too, because that can't happen that, you know, you just ignore someone's rights and inalienable rights that they have. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. What some people saying before we move on, Llewellyn says, even though she participated in illegal activities, the fact that Nikita was placed in a men's facility is so sad. Uh, he agrees with me uh, that she was placed in harm's way. So, yeah, everybody's yeah. in agreement. Exactly. Yeah. Um, well, <clears throat> also in keeping in incarceration stories, there is a, a Democratic governor who just signed a bill punishing HIV transmission with prison. And advocates say such laws don't hinder transmissions, but rather promote stigma. Mm -hmm. So Democratic Governor Tom Wolf of Pennsylvania recently signed a bill into law that makes passing on a communicable disease a felony punishable by wow. up to 10 years in prison. The new law is HB 103, charges a third-degree felony with up to seven years in prison and a $15,000 in fine for those who expel saliva, blood, or any other bodily fluid on a police officer. The offense must be intentional, but that intention is usually left up for debate. The second part of the law charges a second-degree felony if offenders should have known they had the communicable disease Whoa. before they passed it on. Violators perse per persecuted will face up to 10 years in prison and face a 25000 potential in fine. Outside of HIV, the law could also apply to those with other diseases such as COVID-19, chickenpox, and hepatitis. Uh, th this is crazy, crazy to me. I'm not sure. You know, it's interesting because the article doesn't say where this sprouted from. In other words, where why was this even a new bill mm -hmm. that came about? But criminalizing going back to the 80s and 90s when HIV was so you know, feared among mm -hmm. so many different people. And we know now that you can't get HIV by saliva or just yeah. by, I mean, it's not, it's infeasible. It's so improbable. Like it's so, the, the chances are minuscule basically, but continue. I'm so sorry to interrupt. Right. I mean, the law doesn't state that they, you know, opened up a wound on them and like came at somebody with their wound. Um, there's, it just, it brings up a whole lot of whys. Like, why did this happen? And I don't understand it. It's, it seems like it's only going to dispel more fear in people. Yeah. And all of that 
things, the, the divisions that we've been seeing in our country are, it's, it's kind of bubbling under with that inception in my mind. I don't know. What are your thoughts on this? I completely agree with you. And like you said, you can't, you can't get it from saliva. You have to drink so much of saliva from an infected person with it that, that has HIV in order to get HIV through saliva. And yeah. also with the whole U equals U, uh, which means undetectable equals untransmittable, that has come to light in recent years. Um, the likelihood of someone that knows they have HIV and, and that's taken their antiretrovirals, transmitting it via any other means is like we were talking about. It's literally nothing. Right. I I also agree with you about the fact that it's only going to bring more stigma. And with that stigma and people being afraid, they're not going to get tested as often. And that's just going to bring an increased transmission rate. So it's just a backwards law and I don't get it. And it's just fear mongering at its finest. So I, I really hope this doesn't go through and I hope that people come to their senses as far as HIV is concerned. This is, it's stupid. Yeah, absolutely. All right. We've got to get to these next couple stories in the next few minutes. Um, I'm putting it in the comment section so you can watch it yourself. I'll post it on tagspodcast.com, but apparently Superman and Batman are fucking. It's tune. It's it's tune Tuesday. It's tune Tuesday when this came out, and Superman tops Batman in this battle of the superheroes. It's this. This tune Tuesday goes out to all the boys who always dreamed of seeing two of comics ultimate superheroes come together in a hot free for all fuck session. Turns Raises out the. Man. It turns out the Dark Knight is a total sub for the Man of Steel. It begins with Bruce Wayne worshipping Clark Kent's super schlong, and then Superman owns that hole. Things get super hot when Batman <laughs> rides Superman. Watch it all go down in the video below. And I watched the video. Uh-huh. It was kind of hot for a, a few scenes here and there, other than when you're watching animation this particular animation, the one point that was supposed to, the drawing, the way it was, where he was riding with his legs in front of his boots, uh-huh. it looked like he was kind of cut off, so it looked a little bit weird. Uh-huh. But the other thing that cracked me up about it was the veins that they tried to draw in the huge penis of Superman <laughs> were like a little gray. And I'm like, why are they gray? But his- He's Kryptonian, that's why. Okay, um i guess i gotta ask you because you're a super would you expect superman to be the top and batman to be the bottom in your mind absolutely not why superman Superman is uh is a total sub bottom batman is a top he's dressed in all black leather he's so domineering yeah, I know. It should have been a more BDSM or maybe a flipping situation. Yeah, and no. When we got- Superman is a bottom, 100%. You know those muscle bottoms that are out there in the world? <laughs> I've Superman. always wanted to be Superman. So, yeah, I guess that's right. Yeah. <laughs> what, Superman is 100% a bottom. He dates Lois Lane. 
Lois Lane is the biggest girl boss. You know, she's pegging him left and right. Uh, I, what do they call I, that? Um, her, when you have a, a mustache or what do you call a that? Beard? A, a beard? A beard. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Lois Lane is Superman's beard. But she she gets dressed up. She puts on a strap on and she gives it to him right. I know he. I know she does. So you were not here for this at all. I mean, it's cute. I really watch a lot of of uh porn cartoons and so it was i enjoyed how it. did this one size up it was it was a nice b minus b plus b okay all it's right. in the b range so i'm okay with it <laughs> i would watch it again I, I think i'm with you too i think batman is darker and it would have been cool to see him bring him into the bat cave and the cave had a dungeon oh yes yeah. so this total SM, and superman seems a little goofy da, 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 at times <laughs> so he would just like kind of come He's to innocent. Be, be coming over for dinner and then find himself in this that would be a darker seen and a lot hotter to watch and i he's think from smallville he of course uh, yeah there so say innocent. no more yeah he's a bottom honey i've <laughs> dated those corn fed boys before from Kansas. so this was a little unrealistic <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll agree with you on that absolutely okay well we got to get to one of our reddit threads and do you want to do the lust versus like one or the other one cody Dealer's choice. Uh, I mean, they're also good. Uh, Dealer's choice. You got to yes. pick it though. Oh, okay. I'm gonna pick the love versus lust versus love. Uh, you know that one, the lust one. Yeah. So, uh, in a recent Reddit thread, can you lust for your type and yet fall in love with a good guy whom you don't lust after? Okay, let me tell you a little bit more about this crazy fool. <laughs> I am struggling, they write, with some kind of FOMO lust versus going on on a date with a good guy who I'm not feeling any lust for. I could have sex with him, but there isn't that heat, that lust. It's like if I were 100% into twinks, tatted skaters with no money, a weed addiction and love of art, and I'm dating someone my age with a good job and no tattoos, I will always have lust for someone bad for me. Or do I go dating someone good for me that I'm only half into? Mm-hmm. Um, um, interesting. Yeah. What do you think? I I think if it's just sex, you go for the one that you are totally... If you can get the one that you are totally into, you go for that one first. Mm -hmm. Okay. But the fact that he uses the word lust, I haven't heard that word in a long time. Although, of course, we lust all the time. All the time. But... I think <laughs> at this point, yeah, I just think, but at this point, like I can go on Instagram and s immediately see something and go, oh, it's like lusty for me and mm -hmm. go either enjoy it for that second and move on or, okay, no, no, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole yeah. because I just think it's going to lead towards something that is lust is very thin for me yes. it doesn't last very long it's fleeting and so i think 
you I don't know the good you can have a good guy that can also have qualities that are sexy mm-hmm. and turn you on lust to me is just a little fleeting and thin so mm-hmm. to me it's a little bit of a word choice thing that this guy has going on for him and it's i think there are some sexy good guys out there yeah. that can be good for you that satisfy a lot of your needs i don't think you're ever going to get everything that you all want in one package and that's okay that's you know i just think no one's ever gonna suffice every perfect fantasy that you have and they Mm -hmm. shouldn't either because we have an imagination in our head and one person it's impossible it's just impossible so i think yeah that's where i stand on that is the lust side of it is a little thin and the good guy thing don't write them off find good guys that have sexy qualities about them that you know go towards sort of a middle of the road that and because it's going to be more sustainable and long lasting perfect that was the word i was going to use but okay. before before i go into it I kind of want to make a confession because this is, I worry about this a lot, especially in my relationship right now. I worry that because I think that I'm a good guy. So I worry that I am too boring or I am too just not, the fire is going to go out because I'm too, I'm not lustful enough for anything. I'm too vanilla. So it's a big insecurity for me. That's why what has led me to, venture out with my sexuality uh, in my relationship right now and even before, way before I met Joe. So that's what has has kind of driven me to explore BDSM, leather, all, all that kind of type of, of different stuff because I worry that I'm going to be a boring person. So, But that's my own insecurity talking. So you're the Superman in the last story that we're talking about. <laughs> I'm a town called Smallville in West Virginia. I'm the Superman <laughs> in every... <laughs> scenario dialing okay 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 okay. (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i agree with you 100 lust is not for me it's not really that sustainable i think that it is a very fleeting emotion so you have to find more things to be interested in in a person than than just the lust so if you if it's not all those other things aren't there then like your common interests things of that nature then you can't base a relationship on lust it's not going to no, work. No, it's so unsatisfying after a while too, because I think that y- it doesn't, like I said before, sustain itself, and so mm-hmm. you just find yourself in a rabbit hole constantly, and that's so not healthy and fun for yourself. So I think it's I fun got, at first. It's but... fun at first, but if it's there's no recipro- recipro- reciprocity, reciprocity, yeah, yeah then that's <laughs> not good, yeah. <laughs> Okay. Well, our last segment, of course, is straight up gay porn. They do this every week and we like to participate in it. And they asked the question this week, which of these 15 gay porn stars took the best photo or video? It was an interesting list. And our job is to vividly describe which one on an audio podcast worked for us. Cody, did you have one that stood out for you immediately? 
Whew. Okay. All right. So I think we picked the same one this week. Uh, <laughs> oh. I don't know. I don't think no, so. I'm pretty sure we did. Because <laughs> my vote goes to Brock Brody. Oh, okay. Picked? No. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, so because even though his room is a little untidy and the rest of the pick up, uh, the rest of it just makes up for it because he is a beautiful man. He's It's a mirror selfie. He's in his bedroom completely naked with a huge penis. And uh-huh. I'm sorry, we, we can't say penis. A, a huge cock. And, <laughs> and this perfect body that's just glowing in the light. It's so hot. I didn't even care about that flat pillow in the back or the teal <laughs> shorts on, on the chair. And his nails are painted black too, so he's not—he's not afraid to share his feminine side. I just—it's a great picture, and he's so hot. So yeah, I love it. Mine goes to Lydian uh, at oh. at Lydian underscore Gray, mm-hmm. and it's entitled "Couldn't Wait." couldn't waste this it's a video and he's shaved head sexy on the edge of his bed he's got a sexy gingerly beard i i realized that i follow him on twitter and he's got a beautiful (laughs) dick he's very sexy and he starts off the video in gray sweatpants and you know how it's gray sweatpants season yes i have mine on today He's got the dick out only, though, in these gray Calvin Klein tights, and he's jerking off his cock in a condom, which you might ask, why is he doing that? Because he wants the load saved, and I'm sure many people want that load afterwards. It looks juicy in there. He shows his ass in the middle of the video and his feet in the air and he has beautiful feet i love good feet and he's very very sexy and knows what he's doing bounces his dick on his gray sweat tights and i'm all here for that so he that gets my pick for the week i'm gonna vote for him right now at the end of this what are people saying cody or if anyone's voted just yet the people are saying fabian divani because he has a beautiful ass and that's from Daddy234. And Blake says Trevor Harris, which I was looking for him. I didn't see him. He's number one. Oh, he's number one? Trevor Harris is number one with 16.79% oh, or 299 votes. Lydian Gray looks like is number two currently. Brock Brody is number three. See, we got good taste. Yeah, we got good taste. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we're on on point there. Not bad. Oh, Trevor, did we say Trevor Harris already? Yes, we said Trevor Harris. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Where's did I say where he's on the list? Oh yeah, he's number one. Never mind. Got it. I love it. All right. Thanks for playing, guys. On love it seeing you here. You can always follow us on social media during the week. Follow Cody. He's a life coach at KMD Coaching, KMD Coaching, or at Mr. Maurice, Mr. Maurice for his personal Instagram account. And follow me at I am underscore Steve V or at Tags Podcast, of course, for the show. Thanks so much. Thank you. And in the meantime, continue having hot gay sex. Yes. (laughs) Yes, people. (laughs) 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.